Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Ohio residents are demanding answers following the train crash and the controlled burn of potentially hazardous chemicals. Hundreds of people attended the tense open house meeting questioning if their health is at risk by simply living in their homes. Some complained to things like burning eyes and coughing since getting the all clear. Notably absent from the meeting, Norfolk Southern, the rail operator, citing safety concerns for its employees. Meanwhile, today, EPA Administrator Michael Regan will visit the town and it's nearly two weeks after that train derailment. We are monitoring every angle from that emotional town hall meeting to, from calls to accountability out of Washington as well. And we start with Stephanie Haynes live in East Palestine this morning. Good morning, Stephanie. Mitch, good morning. This is as close as we can get to that crash site, and it is a busy morning here in East Palestine. Lots of cleanup efforts are underway, and there is a noticeable odor in the air, and that is one of the complaints that people brought to the meeting last night. They want to know if the air is, is safe to breathe, why are people getting sick? They're cowards. Norfolk Southern a no-show Wednesday night, citing concerns for employee safety, but pledging to stay in East Palestine to fix it. Hundreds of people turned out in what was supposed to be an open house format, where people could go up to booths and individually direct questions to the EPA and elected leaders. That's not what we came for. We came for a town meeting. East Palestine Mayor Trent Conaway said he thought the open house style would be safer, but changed it back to a town hall style midway through. He tried his best to keep it orderly as people shouted out questions. My greatest concern is that my citizens feel safe. But many left the meeting without feeling any safer. If the air is so clean and the water is safe, why is everybody having all these symptoms? My eyes were burning, my head was pounding, my chest was hurting, my throat was hurting, I couldn't quit coughing. With the EPA administrator set to see firsthand what's going on in East Palestine, the mayor has this message. I need help. I'm not ready for this. I, wa I wasn't built for this. I always thought of myself as a leader of men and I have the village on my back and I'll do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to make this right. The EPA has tested more than 400 homes and more than 20, 20 wells, but people at the meeting say they still are waiting for their well to be tested. And the EPA maintains that the air is safe and the municipal, the city water is safe and people on private wells should continue to use bottled water. Mitch. So that's Stephanie with the local reaction there in East Palestine. Thank you for watching. Go to NewsNationNow.com to find NewsNation on your television provider. And don't forget to click the red subscribe button below to get more of NewsNation's fact-driven, unbiased coverage. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, it's cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good.
program. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live. Let me let me break up somewhere on my camera, but that's okay. I'll find out what it is. Let me um, introduce the Godfather Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Welcome to the ultimate gala spectacle, ladies and gentlemen. And then let me also bring to the table Mr. J.R. Robinson. What's up? Hey, hey, hey. Top of the morning or afternoon, everybody. I hope you all have your Wayne Dupree coffee cups available on waynedupree.com slash shop. Ladies and gentlemen, we are, uh, the, when, I, when I named, when I, when I came up with this title, I didn't do it lightly because I already knew. But um, there's a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist that's out there that is, that actually he came up with, uh, <laughs> He, he basically, he, I mean, the, the, the media is losing their mind, the lives a lunar mind, because he basically came out and said that, yeah, he sabotaged it. Talking about George, uh, George Bush. Um, Joe Biden sabotaged the uh, Nordstrom pipelines. Um, and right now is being covered up by the shenanigans in the skies that nobody has seen or heard or a video or anything getting blown up or uh any type of remnants or evidence or anything like that. So um, you want war? I mean, the dude wants war. He wants war. Well, I mean, you blow, you start blowing up people's pipeline and stuff. You're going to be, care, be careful. Be careful because like we were saying yesterday, you're pulling in other people. You're pulling in other people that that pipeline uh, uh, is for. And somebody, you, somebody saw, responds, and it might not be Russia. It might be somebody that that pipeline was intended for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, the, I, I read something the other day that, that said that the motivation behind him doing that to the pipeline was he was afraid that the European countries were about ready to back off. They don't want any part of this. And, you know, if anything does jump off over there, Europe's the place that they're going to pay. The yeah. price. I mean, if, if there's some kind of, even if it's a tactical nuclear weapon, yep. you know, this, I mean, comparing a chemical spill to a nuclear attack is ridiculous, man. Let's stop doing that. If there's a freaking nuclear weapon detonated in Europe, they're going to feel that for generations. You know, there's more than one kind of radiation, alpha, beta, and when the gamma rays start coming, that's like sunshine. You can't put a dam on it. It's just like sunshine. It's like radio waves, like microwaves. It goes through, and this needs to stop. There's a politician in Russia right now saying that America is not going to come to its senses until they get hit with a nuke. Now, that scares me. I mean, maybe it's because I joined the Army in 1982 in the middle of the Cold War. You know, I saw missile silos. You know, I live in Pittsburgh. We had missile silos in Pittsburgh up on the mountains to protect our steel mills. You know, that this is, uh, I agree. I think that a lot of things are happening that are c to cover this up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it all, it, it all, it all makes sense. I mean, <laughs> he hasn't said, he's still, oh, but um, breaking news, uh, Joe Biden is visiting Ohio, the Ohio. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's something too. Attention, no, wait, Jim, wait, wait. Jim Jordan. 
Where are you at, Jim Jordan? Why don't you get to East Palestine? Why don't you raise some some hell in Congress to get some more people on this? You know, I mean, I, well, I, I it was just, funny too. They were saying that uh, the governor was at fault because he wasn't calling in FEMA, and it just came out in the last like half hour that it turned. He claims we don't know if any of this is true that he's been asking for FEMA, and they haven't sent it, or Joe Biden has approved it. So. Right. Okay, I was kidding about the Ohio thing, but 15 minutes ago, breaking news, train derails outside Detroit, Michigan, with one car carrying hazardous materials. Uh, Van Buren Township train, train derailment unfolds nearly two weeks after East Palestine, Ohio disaster. I read that, too. The, the thing getting a little deeper into that, there's only one car with hazmat, and it's cool. Right. It's not, it's not leaking or anything. Just, just You know, so... Some employees were talking about that Ohio thing, and they said that um, the train was over was overweight. Yeah, you've got a good story on WayneDupree.com about that. Uh, yeah, over 150 cars, no, and it quoted cars. it quoted a uh, uh, I don't know the title, but whoever's in charge of trains, mm-hmm. uh, it quoted that person as saying that she was the director prior to the one now, and she said that yep. 80 or 90 cars is too much. 150. Right. I've mm-hmm. never seen. What they're talking about, I've seen a lot of trains because I live around a lot of trains. Mm-hmm. But that train had an engine, had a locomotive in the middle of it. And I've never seen that before. I've seen where there's four in the, in the front and a couple in the back maybe. But I've right. never seen one with engines in the middle. That's a long train. Yeah, yeah. Too long. But I mean, looking, looking at that total carnage, oh. that, I mean – what did it i mean god dog man i know that thing that i mean that thing looked like it blew up from the middle didn't it i want to know who well they lit it on fire right i want to know who did that who who was that the volunteer firefighters decision you know who made the decision to light the match well what they're what they're saying is so the DeWine administration has released a statement that said they've been in daily contact with FEMA to discuss the needs for the federal support. However, FEMA continues to tell the governor that it's not eligible for assistance uh, at this time. Governor DeWine will continue working with FEMA. Um, It sounds like the EPA was the ones that led local folks and the train company in how to dispose of it. So, Right now, the federal regulators are the ones who are handling a lot of the chemical cleanup, uh, but it's not yet been, the federal government hasn't supported declaring it a FEMA disaster. And once again, these are just the statements coming out from the offices. Those are their official statements. So we'll get the real story in about two years. But I tell you what, this train company, I mean, people are trying to pin Trump on like, oh, he did some brake regulation or whatnot five years ago. But this train company, people need to go to jail. Like, they were violating any basic protocol that should have been in place. It was ridiculous. I'm not I'm not convinced it wasn't sabotage. Yeah, I'm look, definitely not convinced of that. I think it was sabotage gone wrong. I think it was, too. I mean, I, think I mean, if you, you look know, at where that train is. You look at where that town is. Right. It's halfway right. between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And that right. thing was that 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 wheel bearing was burning for at least 20 miles. Did it yep. happen too late? Did they want it to go off when it was next to the Great Lakes in Cleveland? Or did they want it to go off in Pittsburgh? Or did they want it to go off down in Cincinnati? 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I gotta, I gotta go here for just a second, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got, we got to gather all this stuff. Yeah. Right. I might sound crazy, and I'm not, I'm not saying I believe this, but you got to think about it. You got Bill Gates out there for the last ten years talking about depopulation. You got the WEF talking the same thing, depopulation, and then you've got uh, this chemical fire in Ohio. You've got other chemical fires. You've got food plants burning down. You've got the COVID lab leak, and you've got the COVID jab, and you're pissing off Putin. Are, are we trying to depopulate? Is that what this is all about? Are we poisoning people? Are we trying to shut down the East Coast of the United States? Right. All you have to do is pollute the water. Yeah. And where are you going to drink? The where way, do you think right? bottled water comes from? Right. And the traffic that is supposed to be going along this train thing right now, right now has to be re- rerouted, but um, the supply ch- um, the supply chain or whatnot for that is probably behind. But I'm but I'm looking. Look, okay, I understand the chemicals probably were probably in the middle, right? But there's fire in the front. Okay, that I okay. There's fire in the front, fire in the middle. But the cars in the back look like they ran into something to be looking like that that star in the back. The brakes didn't work. The emergency so, brakes didn't activate. So when it stopped up in the front, all the other cars crashed into them. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. There all were right. supposed to be brakes that were activated that wouldn't allow that to Damn. happen. Damn. That's what I read like a couple Damn. days ago because that's one of the things they were trying to blame on Trump. Right. Well, and I mean, the sad thing is, too, is that like that axle, like Hutch said, had and this is where it ties back to the rail strike. The rail strike was about uh, people couldn't get time off or vacation time or sick days days. because they didn't have enough staffing to safely operate the trains. Like that was the argument that wasn't getting the headlines. But if you go back and look at at the information they're like yeah we don't have enough like safety personnel and maintenance people and that kind of thing that's why we can't get days off and like hutch said literally 20 miles out you see the cameras at the train stations where you can see sparks coming and somebody should have caught that and alerted the conductor if nothing else like hey dude you got sparks you might need to slow down and uh yeah then it then it went from there that could have been maintenance oriented or it could have been disgruntled employee oriented could have been but anything. But shouldn't they have indicators on the front panel uh, that if something happened? Not for a whale bearing. That's like the same as in your car. Right. You know, it, all it takes is to tighten it too tight or loosen it too loose or have it not be greased. Mm-hmm. And it gets so damn hot. That was flames coming out of the bottom of that. I've seen that happen on vehicles. Right. You know, when somebody tightens the nut. But they don't have any scent. They don't have any sensors or nothing. No. And this is why, this is why, you know, it's. To have a train that long, two miles long, or yeah. however long it was, 150 yeah, it was, cars. It was a long train. It was a big train. Maximum two dudes in it. You know, I mean, it's like crazy. Wow. Now, maybe there's another person because of that engine that was in the middle. I'm not sure because I've never seen that before. But the normal train has a conductor and an engineer, and that's it. Everybody right. else is in the train yard. So, I don't know. It's... it's uh, well, you don't know if the staffing is because they can't hire people or if it's because they can't 
um, you know, there there's a profit motive where they want to cut staffing or whatnot. But either way, I mean, what they were doing was that company is it's looking bad. It's the for them, biggest but, railroad in the East Coast, man. I mean, it's yeah. It's a- funded by BlackRock, Vanguard, all the bad money people. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to go conspiracy theory, like why wasn't this talked about? Why wasn't it covered? Uh, you know, A, it derails in a in a heavy red, poor white area. And B, it's, you know, at the end of the day, like this could bankrupt those guys. I mean, they're, there's going to be millions no, and millions. They going to bankrupt them. That's Vanderbilt, man. That's, that's like the founding father's people, man. He ain't going to bankrupt them. Hmm. I mean, you can't, if you did, if you bankrupt them, we'd be in a hell of a hurt. Right. Sure. Let mean, me, 150 um, cars. That's go. That's, that's moving a lot of stuff. I'm just saying they already got chemicals showing up a hundred miles downstream. You know, think of, think of how many people that's going to impact, you know, you know, there was a town hall. Uh, there was a town hall going on. Uh, yeah, last Norfolk Southern didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, these people Residents are demanding answers following the train crash and the controlled burn of potentially hazardous chemicals. Hundreds of people attended the tense open house meeting, questioning if their health is at risk by simply living in their homes. Some complained to things like burning eyes and coughing since getting the all clear. Notably absent from the meeting, Norfolk Southern, the rail operator, citing safety concerns for its employees. Meanwhile, today, EPA Administrator Michael Regan will visit the town in its nearly two weeks after that train derailment. We are monitoring every angle from that emotional town hall meeting, to, from calls to accountability out of Washington as well. And we start with Stephanie Haynes live in East Palestine this morning. Good morning, Stephanie. Mitch, good morning. This is as close as we can get to that crash site, and it is a busy morning here in East Palestine. Lots of cleanup efforts are underway, and there is a noticeable. Yeah, I talk too much. I, I thought, I thought, um, I thought I had the people, and I do have the people, uh, but um, there was, it was a little bit kind of hard to, um, hard to understand. I think. This morning, mounting frustration and new legal action as people living near that toxic train derailment site in Ohio voice concern about their health. It's been nearly two weeks since a Norfolk Southern train carrying an estimated one million pounds of vinyl chloride, a chemical used to make plastic, derailed, causing a fire that burned for days, prompting officials to carry out a controlled explosion. 5,000 East Palestine, Ohio residents were evacuated. They were allowed back last week, but many say they don't feel safe, fearing the soil and water has been contaminated. Some reporting sore throats, burning eyes, vomiting, and other symptoms, while local officials report thousands of fish have died in local waterways. Norfolk Southern decided not to participate in a community meeting yesterday, citing security concerns, saying, we know that many are rightfully angry and frustrated right now. We have become increasingly concerned about the growing physical threat to our employees. State officials confirm new tests show the municipal water is safe, but many residents expressing doubt. ABC's Alex Perche spoke to Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. You have residents 
uh, that say they can smell something in the air, and because of that, it's hard for them to believe what's on the gas monitors. What would you say to them? Uh, the only thing we can do is simply tell them what the scientists tell us, and that is that the smell can, can linger and be there long after uh, when there's no discernible uh, problem with the air. Norfolk Southern is now facing a class action lawsuit. Let me ask you something. And, and, and um, I, I do. I do feel for the people out there, and I, and I hope that they get their justice. But why are they could, still there? <laughs> yeah, first off, yeah, why are they still there? But uh, do you think that some uh, are... Some do smell that stuff, or oh, I'd believe that. Is it yeah. affecting, affecting them? Yeah, okay. I believe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can't All avoid right. that. I mean, that's to be expected, you know. And the other thing is, if the government, what they did, let me just address what you said about the water, the chemicals being in the water downstream. The first thing they did, there's the biggest city near there is Youngstown, Ohio, and what they did is they changed their intake immediately from wherever they were getting it in the Ohio River do they have a backup plan. So that's what they should have came out right away. I can't believe that this doesn't make sense, that we don't have, in 2023, that we don't have a hazmat plan. I mean, right. I had a hazmat plan at my job. You know, I mean, there's a plan out there. Somebody didn't activate it or something. I don't know what's going on, but I, I can't believe the government. Even DeWine, even DeWine looks like he's nothing. He looks right. like he's aloof, like he doesn't know what to do. You know, why put an army shirt on or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Put a baseball hat on. Get out there and, and play the role, dude. Yeah. People are looking for that. Well, and here's what's tragic. With all the stuff people on government involved in that they shouldn't yeah. be involved in, this mm -hmm. is exactly the situation right. that government should be involved in. Jim Jordan, if call your office. If right. government's going to overreach or if Joe Biden's going to push the envelope instead of doing it on like student loan debt, like right. this should be the time when the administration says, let's protect the American citizen. Let's protect the people in Ohio. Let's overreact and then go from there. You know, I'll tell you what. Hey, Zelensky, why don't you send some of that money over to Ohio? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Instead of snorting it. Yeah. Instead of snorting it. Uh, I tweeted that yesterday. I shared the video and I said, uh, rumor has it they're going to fly, fly a uh, LGBTQ flag and the Ukraine flag in Ohio. So hopefully they can get some assistance from the government. <laughs> oh, man. News, news is learning new details about what may have caused that toxic train crash earlier this month. And it comes as there is growing concern from residents in Ohio that the pollution in the air and water could make their families sick. CBS's Roxana Sabiri has more. Tonight, outrage is growing among residents in East Palestine following the train derailment that spewed toxic chemicals and forced them from their homes for days. I've been coughing since we came back. Some residents are complaining of rashes, sore throats, and respiratory problems. Coming right up, another fish. There's hundreds of them up here on top of the thousands of fish and other wildlife reported dead. The biggest concern, I think, is just the not knowing what it is that we're up against, what it is that we'll be up against in the, in the future. 
CBS News has learned that employees working on the train were concerned about what they say was excessive weight and length in the days before it derailed and burst into flames. According to employees familiar with the matter, the train broke down at least once before derailing on February 3rd. In a statement, Norfolk Southern said the weight was uniform throughout, with features to help reduce mechanical issues, and that a longer and heavier train used to run the route. In its investigation, the NTSB is focusing on an overheated wheel bearing that it says was close to failing. It has removed parts for analysis, but investigators can't get back to the site until the cars are fully decontaminated. Late today. Yeah, that bearing, boy, that, I mean, somebody's got to go down for that. Um, <laughs> somebody, 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 somebody's going down for that one. I don't know who, but you know they do have those checkoffs though. They yeah. do have, they do have. Uh, well, this person Scheduled did this maintenance yep. check. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, somebody's going down for that one. Um, if well, if they don't do themselves in first, um, you know that, that. But then going back to the Nord Stream, um, the um, the Nord Stream pipeline uh, situation. This had I mean, the Nord Stream um, that that the the uh, the Pulitzer Prize Seymour Hirsch is what his name is. He's the guy, the same author that broke the My Lai My Lai massacre in Vietnam. Really, sent Lieutenant Cali to prison. Yeah, I, I I thought I heard of his name before. Is that the one where the uh, the general something shot the guy in the head on no. The camera? No, this was a village that they went into that Marikal division and supposedly murdered 300 civilians. And it was always a little funny to me because I remember when it happened and, and I'm reading it and they're talking about these three, 400 people that are killed and there's a picture of 10 people dead there. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, all right, I mean, it's not good, but where's the other 380 people at? Wow. You know, and that guy, he got he got uh, convicted. They, they convicted a platoon leader, one lieutenant. You know, the whole unit was running rampant down there, according to the story, the testimony. Uh, wow. But, yeah, that was the guy that broke that. That basically lost the Vietnam War for us. Well, basically, basically Seymour is saying that uh, that the United States Navy went went through with uh, the orders of uh, uh, Biden. I don't know why we want to keep calling him George Bush. It's probably what um, M.T. Green called... Um, uh, Nikki Haley, yeah, uh, female Bush, Bush, Bush and Bush and Bush. No, what's she called? Nikki Haley, Bush and Bush and um, heels or something. Bush and heels. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, the, I did um, just drop the article you were talking out. about in the chats too. So people, when they're done with the show, can go back and read it. It's a pretty compelling article. The about breakdown the is if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again. Then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. What do you, what? How will you how will you do that exactly? Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control. We will uh, 
I promise you we'll be able to do it. Seymour Hersh. Yeah. Go ahead. You got to keep that guy away from classified material, man. He gives it up too easy. <laughs> right. <laughs> with a smile, too. He said it with a smile. Questions about who did it quickly arose. The Biden administration began pointing fingers at Russia while Russia pointed fingers at the U.S. But last week, veteran investigative reporter Seymour Hersh came out with a bombshell report saying it was the Biden administration who blew up that pipeline. Hersh successfully investigated a number of war crimes committed by U.S. government in the past. He first came to prominence by exposing the Milai massacre in 1916 for which he got the Pulitzer Prize for international reporting in 1970. And now he has come out saying that Joe Biden, Under Secretary of State Victoria Nuland and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan <laughs> are directly responsible for the attack on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline that is partially owned by a Russian company. Take a listen. It's not even a hard story to understand. The President of the United States and the Under Secretary of State both said they were going to do it. And right. they did it. There's a, something called the pipeline industry. There's an industry that makes people, make American companies involved. They build pipelines around the world. Are you listening yeah. to me? Yes, yes, yes. They know what happened. The Biden administration denying its involvement. But let's take a listen to what Biden himself said prior to this attack on February of 2020. We already had that, but I mean, he said it himself. He said it was did. That Victoria Newland, anything she's near, I'll yeah. tell you that lady. That's that's the devil. That's the devil. The State Department is killing this country. Yeah, yeah and Biden said it like three times too. It's yeah. not like it was one time where he's he slipped up. There was like three or four different interviews. Oh yeah, she we'll said get it, it too. She said right? it too. Yeah. yeah, she did too. Yeah, she's kind of stocky. That one. Yeah, she's the one yeah, that yeah, was yeah, in I the thought. hearings. The one that was in the hearings that said that we have all the bio labs in Ukraine. Her. Right. Uh, oh, the really? one that was in front of the Senate that said we had him. Yeah. Oh, Same man. one. Here Same is one. um here is Hirsch. Here's what Biden did. And this is what I think the ultimate point of the story and why so many people, even the intelligence community, are very troubled by it. What he did is he said, I'm in a big war with Ukraine. It's not looking good. Uh, I want to be sure I get German and Western West European support. And I know winter's coming, and if it's gonna be bad. I don't want the Germans to say we got to check out because we're going we're getting massacred. We'll be massacred with no 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 cheap fuel, and um, our, our economy will go bonkers. We're going to check out and we're going to open up the gas line, which they could do. So he took away that option. There you go. And where's the gas coming from now? New England. Yep. Yep. And who's in Germany today? Kamala Harris. Is she really? Yeah, they sent her over to either Germany or Poland to rally our <laughs> European support. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, but really, that might be the best we have to send, you know? She's probably like looking at it going, um, uh, hold, this is only a one-way ticket, man. Right. Where's the return ticket? <laughs> well, oh, here's good. what's wild, too. I was going like deep dive Russia yesterday. That's what I said. I wanted to kind of get some perspective so for the Russians, whatever you think of their political structure, like they are basically kind of Judeo-Christians for lack yeah. of a better understanding. And they see what's happening in Ukraine with all the woke and, and all that. And they're like, we don't want that in our country. 
And then these areas are taken over are like Russians, people who like don't want all the woke crazy stuff. And that's the propaganda Russia's putting out is, you know, the U.S. is trying to bring all their filth into Ukraine. Oh, and by the way, they're putting biolab weapons. They want to be part of they want to put nukes in there once they get them in NAFTA or whatever. I mean, it's it's uh, it's getting getting crazy from the Russian perspective. And the 21st, Vladimir Putin is having like a mandatory press conference to the entire population of Russia, which is like two or three days before the one year anniversary of the invasion. So it's going to get wild. Just to note, just so we all know where we are here and where we how we got here at the end of the Cold War, when the when the Soviet Union fell, Ukraine had the third most nuclear weapons in its country in the world. Yep. Right? And, and the United States and some other countries uh, went in and they made negotiations with Ukraine and Ukraine decided they will destroy all their nuclear weapons or move them to Russia uh, as long as the, and the United States promised to defend them against any threat right. going forward. And we immediately uh, dropped the ball on that, said, now nah, we were just kidding. And in, in 2014-15, Ukraine, the, the, Zelensky, the newly coup d'etat Zelensky government launched artillery on the Ukrainian uh, provinces in eastern Ukraine, shot their own people, bombarded their own people. The Ukrainians bombed the Russian-speaking Ukrainians in eastern mm -hmm. Ukraine one week before Russia even came, showed up. And then Russia because they were Russians getting bombed, moved in to protect those people. And then the war started and the lies started. And it's a damn shame that when you research something like this, you got to go to Russia today. You right, got to go to right, some other right, right. agency. Our press is fake. They're all fake. Yeah, they Even the fake. conservative side's fake. Yeah, They're all yeah, talking they about Ukraine. It's ridiculous. I, mean, I can't, I can't believe the amount of, I mean, honestly, I really can't. And, believe the amount of conservative websites that are pro-ukrainian right now i mean i'll tell you what I, I exit out of that file immediately as soon as i see that i don't yeah. want to read anything else you're stupid yeah i mean honestly if you really want to be honest and i'm not telling you to be pro-russian either no. i'm telling you you don't have to really pick a side in this because number one it does it really doesn't affect us that the return on investment for us there is no retur return on investment for us and why Everything why, why hate russia up, why? What do you hate about Russia? Why? Yeah. Why? You're not turning me into that person. No, no. I'm not banging no. a war drum over some like like uh, Jason said, Judeo-Christian people. I'm not doing yeah. it. They're they're closer to me than China is. Y'all, right? y'all want me to hate Russia because they're communists? I don't care if they're communists. Just as long as they don't invade United States of America, they can be whatever they want to in their own country. That's their country. The okay? same with Ukraine. That's their country, and that's what. Many people on, and I, you know, social social media is going to be the devil of us, uh, or um, is going to be the end of us. I'm telling you because um, that the smart, smarts does smarts doesn't stupidness is a cancer on uh, uh, on social media, ignorance, stupidness, um, idiotic responses. That just I mean, people get ah. Uh, um and and in in um uh enthused uh, what's the word I'm looking for they you know in um in not in battle um <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for they I'm trying 
they I don't know what we're gonna look for. They tend to draw power right from negativity on social media. And <clears throat> you know, you put them out there, you're like, Well, I don't believe what's going on in Ukraine. Oh, you a pro Russia lover. No, I'm not. <laughs> right. No, I'm not. Just I not our fight. Like, yeah, yeah. And then they we turn got they invent new words so they can tell themselves they're smart. I mean, it's all over, you know, you go to the red pilled guy that got gaslit by the influencer on the algorithms, you know, but it was bifurcated. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, you remind me of these people. <laughs> you know, it's funny though. Cause I forget the term Dr. Robert Malone used where he was talking about like mass psychosis or whatever, where people just get completely brainwashed. I think that is what he called it. Isn't it? I, it was something like that. I'll have the words wrong and somebody will correct me in the chat, but, uh, match for mass formation psychosis, I think, but it's really remarkable. If you see in social media, you can totally see it like talking about, you know, engaging with people about Ohio. We can all agree the rail company should get those people should be thrown in jail. I think, you know, once you investigate, we can all agree the federal government should step in and clean this up. What's happening to the citizens are terrible. Left, right, center, everybody like those are two strict facts. But then the Biden administration, like they're failing in responding to the citizenry and people want to come back with some like, well, technically this or that or the other thing. It's like, no, no, no. You have a federal government to resolve things like this. Like this is a, a catastrophe. And when it comes to the Ukraine stuff, it's the same thing. Like we should be having a conversation. Lindsey Graham comes out and says, we're going to fight to the last Ukrainian. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, yeah. like yeah. we should have a national conversation. Do we want to go to war with Russia? Like, or not. And if we don't want to, then let's, you know, let's get out. And if we want to, let's get in and get it over with, you know. And, and here's the question. Why do you want to go to war with Russia? Right. Do they really pose a, a, a do, do they pose a threat to the United States that is bigger than China? Uh, answer, no. No. Or that's bigger than the federal government. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I agree with most yeah. of what... Yeah. I agree with most of what that just was said. The only thing I'd, I'd, I'd have to see, I, I the only way that people should go to jail is if they're convicted of something. Right. You know, so if it's an, uh, there is a possibility that it was it's just not like accident. they don't have a whole, I don't think, like they, no, yeah. I know. I, they're probably, you're probably right. I just don't, I don't like throwing people in jail until I'm sure. No, you we know, should but, do due process and all that. Right. But, but the company, I, the company should be the ones cleaning it up. The company and, and, I, and where's, going to and, face where, where's the state government at? Right. Ohio has a big state government too. Well, yes, I agree. You shouldn't throw people in jail until, yeah. But what if somebody sabotaged it? But from a long history of many poor and black Americans and poor white trash that gets put in jail for. Just being in the area at the wrong time. <laughs> All right, lock them the hell up. <laughs> I can't mess with that. <laughs> you know, seriously, I mean, you know, I'm think, I'm thinking, I'm thinking bigger than that. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah. just. I just there's too many damn things happening at the same time that point to the same results. We've been saying that for weeks now. 
that like it's gone from just like kind of political news stories to I mean, there's been multiple and maybe we're just hearing about it now because it's on everybody's mind, you know, but like the stats I'm seeing, like there hasn't been this many massive chemical leaks, this many food yeah. processing plants. And what was the plant that went up today? I think you tweeted that way. They make, they make plastics. Yeah. So there's plastics burning over there too. Right. You know, it, it's uh what the one in Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. What in the uh, way? Is it the one in Michigan? Yeah. It, yeah. The plastics company that's the flames are two stories high. And... Right. I mean, I got my food delivery yesterday of my uh, my Patriot Supply stuff from <laughs> preparewithwd.com. So it's, uh, I tell you what, it, like, it's time to start making sure that you've got, you know, got your stuff handled. I'll tell you something. I, I didn't know whether I was going to say this or not, but I looked at a, at a cloud of the toxic plume uh, as of yesterday. And this has become an international event, man. These, the, the few, they're all in Canada. It totally, I, I always believe that God does stuff for a reason, right? What was it, last February? A big giant tree came down and crashed onto my cabin, making it making it uninhabitable, yeah. totaled yeah. the whole thing. That freaking toxic cloud is all over my camp. Oh, wow. Really? Yep. Wow. And that's a national forest. And the he was going up water there. And, yeah. He was going up there a lot, a lot, so... I had a studio out there. I was there so much. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell has a, um, since, since we're on the topic of Ukraine, um, and the Nord Stream pipeline and stuff, uh, the Nord Stream pipeline, Mitch, Mitch is not even talking about, but he is talking about this, about this and secretary Blinken might actually have an opportunity to talk to, uh, one of his counterparts in the near future. What do you think the Biden administration should say to the Chinese? Well, look, the Chinese are clearly an adversary. They've teamed up with the Iranians to support the Russians in Ukraine. And um, they're not <laughs> being helpful on anything I can think of in the national security space. And of course, we've had longstanding challenges with them with our commercial interaction, with them mm -hmm. stealing our intellectual property. Somebody's not gonna be welcome to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner in his house is it gonna be real cool? Um, <laughs> Day, oh, Dana, Dana H. W. Perino. <laughs> but no, um, for those for those that don't, uh, I was gonna bring this up a little bit later, but since he brought it up here, the Iranian president went to China. Now, as of early this morning. China is going to, um, Xi is going to Iran. Oh, they're buddy, buddy boy. That I mean, it's, 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 it's on now. It's on. Think the, think the Archduke of Ferdinand. This is all World <laughs> War One. We've done this before. Yeah. All and these different alliances showing up that were never there before. We're doing yeah. this again. Tell and me, they've got me. money and <laughs> weapons and they all hate America. Yeah. Oh, oh. And, and half, have, half of America hates America. Right. Yeah. And I, I hopefully, well, I'm not, not going to say, well, hopefully the Russians don't get their hands on the weapons that, um, that they did send over, I, that, um, that Biden and 
Britain and all the other ones sent over there. Hopefully, they, because that only makes them stronger on that side. But dude, they they have a wall right now. They literally have a wall. You got Iran, you got Saudi Arabia, you got Turkey, you got India. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got China, you got Russia, you got the whole Shim Sham Kabul up there, man. The that's only one that you probably don't have is Germany. This World Economic Forum, that's what this is all about. It's yeah. to replace the West with India, China, Iran. With the, I mean, between India and China, that's three billion people. Yeah. yeah. Three, I mean, India has as many people as China. Nobody ever talks about India. Yeah. Right. Uh, they just went over a, um, a billion or something or mm-hmm. uh, uh, people over there. But, I mean, I guess... I guess um, I guess Biden's going to go down to Antarctica and develop some friendships down there. <laughs> sure. What do you think the Biden administration should say to the Chinese? Well, look, the Chinese are clearly an adversary. They've teamed up with the Iranians to support the Russians in Ukraine. And um, they're not <laughs> being helpful on anything I can think of in the national security space. And of course, we've had long-standing challenges with them, with our commercial interaction, with them mm-hmm. stealing our intellectual property. The Chinese are not our friends. I think the Secretary of State, if, if the meeting does finally occur, uh, needs to be pretty forceful. Yeah. You're about to depart for the Munich Security Conference. This is a very important time for Europe to be thinking about what is happening uh, in the war in Ukraine. A year ago, when this conference took place, the war hadn't started yet, and there was still hope that Putin wouldn't invade. Take a look at this poll here we have uh, from, uh, let's see, AP. Biden's handling of the war in Ukraine, hardly any confidence at all was at 43% and only some at 37%. While we're watching the Russians try to make more advances, and we're listening to the Ukrainians saying they don't have enough ammo, and even our Defense Department is saying we might have to figure out a way to get more funding so that we have enough ammo for ourselves and to give to allies like Ukraine. What is Biden's responsibility in trying to make sure that people in America whose support for Ukraine is softening will want to continue to try to help them? Well, I'm going to try to help explain to the American people that defeating the Russians in Ukraine is the single most important event going on in the world right now. Screw you. It will save us an enormous amount of money down the road if the Ukrainians can succeed. They're not asking for any of our personnel. They're asking us for financial help. The Europeans are stepping up. They've done... Wait a minute. It's going to save us money down the road if they succeed. He's crazy. And then he turned around and said, and they're they're not asking us for personnel. They're asking us for money. Don't give them any money. Don't give them anything. Don't give them anything. And take that damn tie off. (laughs) That makes me sick watching that. That makes me sick looking at that right there. He's basically saying, you people are stupid. You don't know what to do. I'm telling you what you need to do. Screw you, you Mitch. I mean, Jay, he he said, (coughs) we're losing. I mean, you know, we, you know, we got to. I mean, you know, we'll in the long run, we won't give it. I mean, you know, we won't lose as much money if they start winning. And but the only thing we're giving them is well, based on what he said, is I'm sure that they're giving them 
web um uh, uh oh, planes and stuff. I'm sure they're, they're doing it. Artillery. They're just doing it while we're asleep. They're just doing it while we're asleep. That's all. I don't think but they're giving any planes. Where would they land? Seems not to be recognized. For example, handling enormous numbers of refugees. In terms of the cost of it, Dana, it's about 0.02% of our gross domestic product. We are also monitoring very carefully the money that's being spent. There should be a bipartisan support for this. My biggest criticism of the president is he seems not to have done enough soon enough. Had he moved more rapidly, we might have been able to help the Ukrainians have even more success than they've already had. But it seems like these weapon systems tend to get there a little too late uh, on, on every occasion. Exactly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry public opinion is sliding, but I want to reassure the American people this is enormously important. We need to stay together on a bipartisan basis in our country no. and defend these people who are bravely no. fighting no. for freedom and for democracy in Ukraine. Sir, one last question, more close to home. Everyone's really looking forward already to 2024 and that election cycle. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Um, I'll tell you right now, any Republican politician that comes out in support of this, I will actively try to destroy you. <laughs> even if even if it's Donald Trump. Jeez. I don't care. This yeah. is too, that guy is full of crap. Yeah, he is. McConnell yeah. is full of it. Nobody wants that. The only people that want that live in D.C., yeah. Or yeah. down in the or in the military industrial complex. Nobody else wants that. I bet you, I bet you if you asked the question, where would you was that 29 billion? Yeah, but listen, I'm glad you said it. You reminded me of something. We know that we've given over 50 billion to them. You yes. want to really you want to get really pissed off? Only 29 of it went to military. The rest uh, went to the plumbers, the the the, the government workers, the okay. infrastructure in Ukraine, all the stuff we need here. Yeah. You know, it, we could use that in Palestine, Ohio. You know what I mean? This is ridiculous. And he's up there just waving his hands. Yeah, we got to go do this in my Ukrainian tie because we're for the Nazis. It's going to come out in the end. You support this now. In the end, the, the swastikas are going to come out in the news. Well, and here's what's sad, too, is that you can see we talk about the boiled frog theory where you can't put a frog in boiling water that'll jump out, but you just keep turning up the heat. When this all started, if we would have said, hey, we're going to give this level of support to Ukraine, this many billions, this many tanks, fighter jets, everybody would have said, shit, no, like that's practically declaring war. But they just keep inching it along and inching it along and inching it along. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, that one more step's okay. Oh, yeah, that one more step's okay. And then soon it's probably less than 60 days until we have actually boots on the ground. We already have some boots on the ground. But, I mean, if Putin launches a major offensive he's talking about um, in the next couple weeks, you know by, I mean, by Easter, we'll have United States troops. They're already stationed in Poland. They're they're gearing up. So it's, I mean, if we want to go to war, let's go to war. Like, I don't want to go to war. I don't think we should. But that's where the conversation needs to be. And that's why I said what I said at the beginning of the show. About because what I feel like is happening right now is they're normalizing in people's minds, maybe people that don't really know that much about the subject, they're normalizing the word nuclear war. Right. When you call a train wreck Chernobyl, that's what you're doing. You're making it to where it's more acceptable 
and more possible for us to get into something that's not even imaginable. And right. I think I think we're losing that feeling. Like I know that probably all three of us, especially me and Wayne, that saw it, we are terrified of nuclear war. Yeah, it's yes. something that you don't mess with, no matter who. I don't care who the enemy is. You you got a, a red hotline in both offices that you don't have to dial any numbers. You just pick it up. That we do everything we have to do to stop a nuclear war, and I feel we're yep. losing that by people people like Mitch McConnell. Yep. And I think they use the I think agencies like the CIA. We've shown it on this show, Operation Mockingbird. They use words to make people behave in a certain way. Yep. And I, I've seen the word Chernobyl fifty times in relation to this train wreck. And I'm thinking, man, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, yeah, I used it because I, I have to. Me, I use it because somebody else used it. But then when you said it uh, yesterday, and I thought about it, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's right. So you know, I you know, I ain't gonna use it no more like that. I wasn't trying to disparage anybody. I'm just saying no, no, that the, right, re- right. The, the reason that they the, the reason that makes me nervous. I only figured this out a couple of days ago. I'm like, wait a minute, man, why is there all this nuclear stuff? Right. And then, and then it's like, oh, because of Ukraine, you know, and it, it, because that, these people are morons. Tom Cotton, man, I, these people, I don't understand them. I, I just, the only thing I can think of is, you know, you did one tour as an army captain or something and you didn't <laughs> learn anything or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but boy, I remember our training in the eighties and it was scary. It was scary. I mean, honestly, um, <laughs> there was, there was one time when they had taken us all out to the end of the base um, and we were, we took our gas masks and we took everything and we were going to uh, simulate uh, a nuclear strike situation out there. They had a, they had this steel big uh, 55 gallon drum. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we, we were all walking through now it was out by the flight line, by the end of the flight line. It was one of the biggest coincidences that everybody, I mean, it, it didn't have nothing to do with what we were doing. All we know is that we heard, you know, but they didn't tell us that there was going to be a bomb or anything, right? But it just so happened that a fighter was going over top of us, but we didn't know. Next thing you know, we hear, boom, everybody hit hit the thing. It, it just happened to be a, um, a, a sound barrier type of thing, but we thought somebody was dropping a bomb on <laughs> sphincters puckered that day <laughs> they're trying to kill us out here you know i'll tell you what was neat was in iraq because in the united states and you probably know more about this than i do wayne but in the united states fighter jets aren't allowed to use their afterburners because it's too loud for the communities and stuff well in iraq they use them suckers <laughs> every, every time they took off there's a 30-foot flame coming out of the back of the jet and it's going boom. It's like man, and you knew you knew they weren't going on a training mission. When I was when I was uh, in Saudi Saudi Arabia, Kamis Mouche is where I was, and uh, I flew. Well, I didn't fly. Um, I I was in the F one seventeen stealth fighter unit out there, and uh, we loved it because during the day we slept, but at night you worked. Man, when those planes took off, 
you see them when they take off. When they get up in that night sky, you don't see them at all. Yeah, you know I mean they, they just hit the, but you see that exhaust there fire. But it's just straight up fire, boys. <laughs> I knew I was there too long when I was getting used to it. Right. Like this is something I never saw before. That's just normal. Don't worry about that. Yeah. You're never gonna see it again, but Shoot, shoot! I remember, I remember the first time, uh, um, because when I was here stateside, I wasn't able to get by the plane because they had too much uh, security. Um, over in Saudi, they put the plane in the hangars, and I had to take something. I had to take something over for um, the colonel to somebody else, and uh, I, I'm driving the colonel's jeep. I get, I get to the place, and there was nobody. Nobody from 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 uh, from 50, 50 rows of hangers. Nobody. <laughs> so then I walk in. Nobody, you know, just steps going up. But then there was a door over here, so I open up the door right there. And go, God darn! There's a stuff fighter. <laughs> but nobody was there. Damn. So I was like, "Gonna take it for a ride." <laughs> no, but. I just wanted to touch it. I, you know, I just wanted to. Touch it. <laughs> so, I did. So I did one of those um, James Bond backup type of things, turning around. Got right next to it. Oh, oh, oh. Damn. Okay. All right. And then I left. Man, it felt like sandpaper, just straight sandpaper. It. It wasn't. Even, it wasn't smooth. It was just grainy you know type of thing i was like okay that's it because any other time my face would have been on the ground my face would have been on the ground knee would have been <laughs> on my neck you know type of stuff it's going george floyd yeah yeah it would have been a george floyd situation before george floyd so yeah but uh maybe um, then you'd get your statue wayne huh you'd get your statue if you were george floyded yeah i don't know i don't know um the uh there's, there's something else that happened yesterday. Um I did oh yeah, China's already threatening retaliation against the um for the US downing their surveillance balloon. <laughs> um I did I don't know if I said this. Um so Australian police. We have some listeners and watchers from Australia. Thank you. From down under, I feel for you guys. From down under, uh, Australian police are searching for three men. <laughs> three men that, that were hailed as heroes. They found them in the water, at, lost at sea, type of stuff. They hailed them as heroes. They had been, uh, uh, they had been out there for a couple of days, and they found them. And like, yeah, you know, yeah, they're great. They survived. Well. They're looking for these three guys now because uh, they, I guess they found $165 million of cocaine that washed up on the shore. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're trying to find those three guys. So, yeah, they were hailed as heroes, but it, it looked like they were drug smugglers. Nice. <laughs> I'll tell you. you know, there's a lady, or I think, it, I, I don't want to get this wrong. It might be New Zealand. I think it's Australia, though, uh, where... They won't give, she needs a heart transplant. 
And they won't give her a heart transplant because she's not vaccinated. Yep. Oh, man. I feel bad for those people, man. I do. It's uh, it's bad man. news. Man. Well, and think about all the vaccine information coming out. I mean, that stuff's starting to get really real really fast. It is. And I hope it ruins people. I hope, it, you know, anybody that forced their employees to do that. I mean, we went, we went from a half free country to Nazi Germany overnight with that thing. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll tell you these, these companies uh, that forced their employees to get vaccinated. I hope they go bankrupt. Every one of them, everyone, including the sports. If you force your guys to get that stuff so they could have a job, you, you deserve to go out, man. You do. I'm sorry. That's just on any level. That's, that's not something that you force people to do for money. No. Um, oh, um, Joey Vegetable. I, I call, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey Vegetable yesterday Can came court. out. <laughs> um, let's see, where is it at? Oh, man. Okay. Um, shoot, I get it. I get it. Because I really, because I really want y'all to hear what he said. Um, and this and maybe maybe the maybe the train situation. I don't know what. No, that was plastic though. But um, George W. Bush was George. Why do I keep doing that? Well, same people anyway. George W. Bush, uh, Joe Biden, same people. But um, you do know that there is a fight to remove gas cars. More and more, I'm seeing electric vehicle commercials. More and more. Yeah. I mean, they're they're damn near taking. This is the definition of oligarchy, folks. That's what that and fascism. That's what and this I'll, is. Right. When the government and the corporate world work together for the same goal, that's what that is. But I was thinking, I was like, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Why is it there? No stoppage from the Republican side. They they allowed Obamacare to stay, right? They oh, allowed no. the creation of many entitlement programs to stay, even though they campaign and say that they're going to cut this and cut that. They always talk about cutting this and cutting that, but they never cut anything. <laughs> and now it's like when you have Joey Vegetable getting up there saying, I have a major impact on the environment, what we're doing. Specifically reducing carbon in the air as we begin to move these 500,000 charging stations around the world, I mean, around the country. And ultimately it's going to take millions of barrels of oil off the road. He means this, yo. He does. And they already bought the stuff. Buttigieg already probably bought the charging stations. Well, they just just worked it out with um, King Elon. because now Elon is getting some subsidies because he's given over his uh, um, the charging stations so that anybody can use his chart. Just not Tesla, but anybody can use his charging station. I'll tell you. It's, the electric car thing so crazy, too, because nobody's gone past step one, which is, we're and I mean, we have, but... Like, so you get the electric cars, you don't have a way to charge them. Cold plants are what's fueling the electricity, which produces carbon. But what happens in five or 10 years when you've got all these batteries 
Like they, they don't even have a way to dispose of them or recycle them. We're going to have billions and billions of dead batteries laying around that we don't know what to do with. And when, not if, when they catch fire, you can't put them out. These right. batteries. Right. And right. there's not enough lithium on planet Earth to <laughs> produce as many batteries. This is to right. keep you where they tell you to stay. Right. This is to keep you in your city. So you can't go anywhere because there's not enough cars to go around, folks, when we go down that road. And right. I think, I, I think personally, and this is what makes me nervous because they're talking at the World Economic Forum that in order for us to make this next step, it has to be fast. Something violent has to happen to get yeah. us in there. It's not going to go gradually because if it goes gradually, we're going to say no. Right, right, right. And I just hope it'll go gradually. I hope we don't fall into yeah. their trap. If it goes fast, it'll be one of those, look, just do what we say. Just yeah, and it'll, and it'll involve Russia. Well, look what well, happened in, with COVID under the guise of, of a national emergency. They declared emergency powers would let the government do anything they want. They could restrict movement. They could tell you what's going to be closed. They could, you know, affect your finances in, in some cases. And they could mandate that you get a shot. I mean, like that really happened. I remember, and I remember we go to war with Russia. Like, good luck. And I, I, I think that COVID, that COVID reaction, I think that was designed to see how stupid yep. we were. How far can you go with these people? Well, I, I still say I don't think America will ever go through that again. I hope. But, not. Um, I remember. You didn't think they go through it in the first place, Wayne? We never. Well, I never saw it coming like that. Right. I never saw that coming. I mean, and and like y'all said, once it was over, everybody was in the house. Yep. Everybody was off the street. I mean, uh, you know, the police. And literally, literally, I was talking about the words earlier. Literally, I had an argument with my son-in-law that ended with him screaming, it's science! (laughs) Right. I mean, that that was a literal conversation that happened in my house because he (laughs) sat up in the room and listened to Yahoo News for a year. And then he came downstairs talking stupid. Breaking news, um, military. U.S. F-35 jets intercept four Russian fighter aircraft near Alaska. Second action in two days. Two U.S. F-35 fighter jets intercepted a Russian fighter aircraft Thursday as it approached Alaska's air defense identification zone. The Russian military aircraft um, included a TU-95 Bear H bomber, and SU-30 and SU-35 fighter jets. NORAD stated that the incident was not related to the spat of un- unidentified aircraft, but they are calling the situation routine. This is the second intercept of Russian aircraft over two days. The Russian activity near the North American ADI, ADIZ um, occurs regularly and is not seen as a threat, nor is the activity seen as provocative, NORAD said. Nothing to worry about here, folks. It's actually, it is actually, it does happen all the time, actually. Just, oh, does it? Just, just saying. I mean, you, you remember the joke that Sarah Palin could see Russia from her house? That's like literally <laughs> true. Right. It's right there, <laughs> you know. But uh, I mean, I don't know if this instance is, is any different, but I know it's happened before. I remember over the years there being. Well, uh, here's my thing about that. You just keep testing to see how far you can get. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, right. Oh, definitely. We do the same thing to them. I mean, yeah. 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 We, yeah. I, we do the same thing. We do the same thing. Um, you were talking, uh, oh, man. Oh yeah, but that's where that's where I say you know we never cro- we never cross over that line. Yeah, you go right up to the edge, but you with the nuclear powers you never go over the line. Yeah, and now it seems like they're going over the freaking line. Yeah, you're. I mean, you know, it's like it's like filling that bubble with water, and mm-hmm. just keep doing it to see how big it's gonna go before it bursts, and then one day you 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 just run out of it. But you were talking about. Uh, how I didn't see it coming um, that, you know, uh, and the freedoms and stuff, I've been saying on here that our, literally our freedoms have been take are being taken away from us uh, like s- strings at a time. Oh, yeah. So that we don't really notice it until they're all gone. It's peace, string, peace, string, peace, string, peace, string. I remember uh, there was a situation, I think it was in Michigan, or it, it might have been up toward where you are in Wisconsin, uh, Jay. Uh, there was a riot. There was riots going on, and the uh, National Guard came out. Hutch, you might remember this, too. They, they, uh, the National Guard was telling people to go in the house. The oh, National Guard was doing sweeps. With the paintballs, yeah. Yeah, with the paintballs. And um, the video. That was hideous. Uh, the people were on their porch, standing with the door. One person was standing outside the front door while another person was inside the door but had the screen open. And the military was marching through the Well, the National Guard was marching through the street. telling everybody, get, get in your homes, get in your homes, get in your And um, <laughs> they lift the their porch thing, up. The funniest thing. They were like, get, in, get back in your homes. They were already in their in place, but they just weren't in it. Get back in your homes. I'm like, we're, look, you don't tell us what to do. Light them up. <laughs> and they start shooting those paintballs <laughs> right at the door. It's and crazy. all you heard was the people, ow, ow, they're shooting us. You know, kind of like that. I was like, wow. Now, that's the first time I ever seen that. Should have opened fire on them. <laughs> I was like, they said light them up. Did they really say light them up? They really did. Hey. That was a nasty video. Well, and how many scenes did you see during COVID where it's like, why are people not just like fighting back or standing up or whatnot? You know, and initially everybody reacted how we had to, you know. They were. They were fighting back. They were going to stores and throwing food in the floor and stuff. <laughs> Look at Katrina. They did the same thing with <clears throat> Katrina. They put military contractors out in, the, in Louisiana taking right. people's guns in the middle of a freaking disaster. You take their guns. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so that you don't shoot at them. <laughs> so that, yeah. So that you don't shoot at them. That's why. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast. We broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 12 to 1 PM. Eastern standard time. We here, we are your needed reality check. That's what I like to say. We are your needed reality check. We don't hold back. We let you know what's going on. You know what? Honestly, let me say this. We do hold back sometimes. Um, because if we were just, we try to tell you everything that you need to know and everything that you need to be informed. If we told, if we told you everything that we were thinking, you may not ever listen to us again. <laughs> For real. Because, you know, it, I mean, but, but we allowed to slip. 
some of the things that we think. You know, it's that bubble. We fell in there with water. We want to see how far we can go <laughs> in telling you certain things. But uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show. Make sure you download the app. Oh, wait. Um, I got an email that uh, I got an email from somebody that I want to read. They, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. My name is Sean Connery. Um, what are y'all doing this weekend? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yep, see, Wayne, I found your content through Rumble and have been consuming your material. As an avid listener in our shared online world, I personally think your perspective is needed now, right now, and deserves more listeners in this fiercely competitive space. I'm already. Never mind. Man, Ty. 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 This is this is like one of those phone calls where you're like, hey, Rain, how you doing? Talked to you last week. Who? What? No, you didn't. Oh, well, maybe I didn't. Listen, I, I got some stuff I want to talk to you about. That's what that is. Yeah, okay. No, Ty, no. No. Hey, I'll tell you what will be exciting this weekend. Uh, Epstein flight logs are going to come out. You think? We already know who, look, we already know who's been on the island. I Bill, I um I saw a list. 116 I, pages. It's like, well, it was a hundred, it looked like 160 people. <laughs> it was like um it was I mean it it was uh movie stars, it was singers, it was all JP Morgan. You know, you know, I saw I saw that all the banks are connected to the Fed except for J JP Morgan. They they are the only ones that um, didn't take a bailout or whatnot um, when all the banks mm. went down. They are the only ones that did not. I'm gonna send both of y'all that uh, that uh, that uh, email. No, that picture that I was watching. It wasn't a documentary, but what he was saying, you know, there was some truth to it. But J.P. Morgan's the only one. I'm not depressed. Okay, so what you working on, yo? Well, I think uh, for me, uh, it'll be reviewing Epstein flight logs when those come out. And then uh, the other two pieces will be uh, getting ready for the Russia stuff. Next week, one-year anniversary, big Putin speech. I think that's going to be crazy. Uh, my advice for everybody out there, start looking at your survival stuff. Have food, have water. Get ready. Prepare with WD.com. Maybe the Ukraine since last February. Yep. Yeah, a year ago. Damn. And in the Russian culture, it sounds like anniversaries are like a big deal. Uh, kind of like we celebrate Fourth of July, that kind yeah, of thing. They're, yeah, they're probably gonna have so, marches. Yeah, and then it's rumor. I haven't been able to confirm it. It sounds like Biden's supposed to head to Europe, uh, like a day or two after Putin's speech. I don't know if that's gonna be true or not, but um, he's got you. They gotta <laughs> quarantine that guy. He's got right? you. You know what? I was he he's he he's looking bad, man. Yeah, he is looking bad. Seriously, he's looking bad. He he's starting to look like he's ninety seven now. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, they you say know, we've all seen it. We've all seen people get older. 
Yeah. We've all seen it when he's in that stage, man. And yeah, he's yeah, big, he, he, yeah, he's big. The Democrat Party is is worthless. They yeah, really yeah. Are. They have no character. They can dope him up pretty good, though. They throw enough uppers in him, and he gets. <laughs> then he's shot for two days. Right. And one day they're going to wait. They're going to go wake him up, and he's going to be cold. Right. You know, I mean, he, he don't have many, many, many trips like that left. <laughs> you remember? You remember? You remember we talked about. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'll tell you, he was sharp at the State of the Union address. He's sharp there, boy. I bet he didn't show up for three days after that, but he was sharp. What's up with these clones? What's up with these clones? I don't know, man. Just look at Kamala Harris's neck on the uh during the State of the Union. Yeah, I mean Biden's earlobe thing, really, right? You know that's 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 weird to me. I, you know, mine hangs. Okay, mine hangs. Mine don't. Some days, some days his hangs. Other days, it's connected to the side of his head. I don't understand that. You know, okay. Well, I mean, maybe it's me, but mine hangs. <laughs> mine hangs. Oh, the world but, we live in. His hangs and then it's like attached. Literally, there's no space. There's like, and I know some people in the chat have seen it. I'm not, you know, whatever, whatever, you know. And then sometimes his hair is this way, and then the other time it's this way. It's like, man, they're screwing with us, man. They're screwing with us. I'm telling you, <laughs> these aliens, man. All right, last thoughts: blue eyes versus black eyes. Yeah, I'm t- see, see, I'm not by myself. I'm not by myself. <laughs> More and what's funny is when you start seeing this stuff, you can't unsee it. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, you're I mean, like, you know, oh. yeah. You you have a debate, you'd be like, God darn yeah, God, no, no. It's okay. an ear update for this debate. Yeah, it's separate. Right. And then the next debate, no, it's attached. Nope, that's somebody else. So, all right, all right. So what we got? What we got, y'all? What we got? We're getting ready to roll out of here. I want to thank the 1,500 listener, what viewers on Getter. Appreciate you guys coming Love out. Love you, Getter. Love you, Getter. Giddy up, Getter. Love you, Getter. Love you, Cozy. Love you, uh, Rumble. Uh, for our Facebook crowd out there, thank you so much. Love you, too. Uh, White House takes questions as Biden stays quiet on airborne objects. Tesla is recalling about 362,800 vehicles. Over his, full self, over his full self-driving beta software. Get out of here. Jesus, man. Ford but, canceled F-150 because the batteries keep catching on fire. Right. Shut up. Really? The electric one, yeah. No. No? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Um, God bless everybody. Stay out of trouble. Remember, if you get in trouble over the weekend, you ain't got no money to bail you out. <laughs> You'll be no in money. our prayers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pray for you. You've been listening to the award winning Wayne Dupree podcast. 
Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.